Hey everyone. After over eight years of sobriety, working with addicts one-on-one and earning my degree in psychology, I've discovered solutions that help you quit porn long-term. I've developed a 20-week program called No More Desire that helps you break free of porn addiction using powerful lessons, written exercises, and guided meditations and prayers that retrain the mind and help you reclaim freedom. And these exercises are just 15 to 30 minutes a day, so it's easy to fit into your schedule. I'll help you overcome shame, heal relationships, and regain your mental and spiritual well-being. I'll show you step-by-step how to quit porn in 20 weeks. Look, I'm a recovering addict, so I know how the brain makes up excuses. But what if in 20 weeks, you got rid of this thing and could finally move on with your life? I'm here to tell you that you can, and I wanna show you how. To take the leap and finally break free, go to becomeagoodman.com. Hey everyone, and welcome to the No More Desire podcast. I'm Jake with Become A Good Man. Today I'm gonna be talking to you guys about why I became addicted to porn, and also a bit about how I quit porn as well. Um, So really to start off, you know, why do we think that people become addicted to porn? I think that's an important question to ask. I think there's a lot of um, misunderstanding about this. You know, as far as we think that someone becomes addicted to porn because they're a pervert, they're oversexual, maybe because they're messed up in the head, right? Maybe boys will be boys. I hear that quote out there sometimes where it's like, oh, men just, they watch porn because they have manly urges, they have testosterone, they have a sex drive, and so they watch it. Or um, perhaps we think, oh, they just need sex, right? They're just craving sex, so they go to porn instead because they can't get what it is that they want or what it is perhaps that they need, um, what what they're craving. And so what's the real reason, though? Okay, so these are some of the rumors that fly around, and, and maybe some of those you believe um, listening to this or watching this, whether you're on my YouTube channel or you're on the podcast right now. But the real reasons that we stop watching porn are, are different from all of these, okay? It's for sure there's a biological component in the way that, yeah, um, especially as males, but females as well, um, we go through, you know, sexual urges and drives, and that does play a part. That's built into our biology, and that's okay. Um, but research shows that pornography physically changes the brain, okay? So we can't get the same, we can't get the same experience from just sex in normal life that we can from porn. Okay, porn, it, it, porn really has this effect on our brain where our dopamine goes far, far higher um, than in a typical sexual experience. And dopamine meaning uh, that's our pleasure chemical in our brain, right? Dopamine helps us drive, dopamine uh, drive as in be motivated. Dopamine helps us to accomplish things and find purpose and meaning in life. It's our pleasure chemical as well, right? And so, so many drugs, including drugs taken in through our eyes, drugs like porn um, or other drugs, right, that are behavior um, oriented, those are going to be spiking our dopamine in a way that's unnatural, right? Because if you think about it, um, how, what, what experience in real life is one where you can actually um, have sex, quote unquote, with multiple, multiple partners within you know, a few minutes, you can have sex with 20 different partners, or within an hour, you can see thousands of different uh, people who are, are naked, right? Within an hour. That doesn't happen in normal life. At least it doesn't happen in my life. 
Okay, and if if it did happen in normal life, that also I would argue is going to be um, negative for the brain, and that it, it's way overstimulating. It's too much. We're not meant to do all that as human beings. We're not meant to engage in that level of pleasure, and um, let alone what that does to the soul. Right? I, th I think we're meant to um, feel committed and in love in a relationship. Um, we're meant to uh, feel a, a, a degree of healthy attachment to someone and know someone before we engage in that. And really, porn breaks that barrier instantaneously. So that has to be understood, right? That that has to be understood that it is a completely different experience um, when it comes to porn versus sex. So let me share a bit about my porn addiction story, my porn addiction recovery story with you um, to really illustrate why we go to porn in the first place. Besides these chemical drives and these things that happen to us later on, once we are addicted, right, then we can't get the same hit, so to speak, that dopamine hit um, that we can from porn. We can't get that um, just in normal life in, in sex or in a healthy relationship. So to illustrate why it is that we go to it in the first place, it's like any drug, okay? There are underlying reasons. Porn is no different um, than anything than something like drugs or alcohol, as far as the reasons we go to them. So for me, um, as a kid, I was really anxious. I was hyper intense. You know, I had a lot of social anxiety. I felt lonely. I felt isolated. I had a ton of perfectionism that I dealt with, and this is super common, at least in people that I've worked with or people that I've observed or spoken with that have gone through addictions of all kinds, but porn addiction um, included. You know, for me, I've I've always had what you've call what you'd call an addictive personality. It's it's less so these days, but it's still there. Um, and I've been sober for eight years now, so that gives you an idea of you know it's a day to day journey, right? But I was what what does a what does an addictive personality mean, right? It's high stress. It's you are you you take things very very seriously in life often i think that can vary between people some people it's it's different than that maybe they're seeking the 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 adventure or the high right but i think for a lot of people i've observed it's your your high strung right you take things very seriously in life um and then you have an impulsive side as well right which i have that um and this this all of this this high stress, this social anxiety, this feeling lonely, isolated, these insecurities, struggling with self-worth, which is something I help my students do to find self-worth. That's a major thing I, I focus on with my students um, because that is very much at the core of addiction, um, all addiction, but porn addiction, especially in a lot of ways, I think, is that that's that low sense of self-worth. You know, so I was dealing with all of these and it led me to, I needed a way to cope right? I, I was, I was struggling, like, how do I um, feel better? And, and I didn't, I didn't know I was going through all that. That was just my normal life. But I needed a way to feel better, right? And that's just, it's so common. So at first, as a kid, right, that was video games, that was food, right? I went to these things, um, really as a way to, to get that dopamine hit that we talked about, right, that pleasure chemical, get that working in the brain. But then also, um, because it was a place of certainty for me. Life was very uncertain. Life um, was a scary place, right? Again, this isn't the, the case for all people who struggle with addiction, but uh, maybe you can relate to this, or maybe you have a loved one that can relate to this, where we, we are afraid to take risks, right? We're afraid to go out into uh, real life and, and be a part of all that because it's, it causes anxiety. It causes uh, perhaps depression, 
right? In, in some cases, when we make choices that we regret or we look back on the past, we, we, we feel a sense of insecurity. We're not sure if others like us, things like that, right? And so I went to video games because it was such an easy way for me to cope uh, with life as far as there was none of that uncertainty. No one was there to judge me. It was all on my terms. There wasn't, weren't any real risks. I could always try again, right? And then I went to food as well, right? Because food, again, that's like so common these days, right? Um, if you don't like food, you're probably crazy, right? I like food too. I enjoy it. Um, I still deal with a food addiction uh, to an extent these days in my life, um, as most people do, I think. You know, but after all of this, after going to video games and to food when I was younger and really developing some of those attachments, those ways to cope that um, weren't building the meaning in my life. They're just kind of base pleasures, right? They're, they're, they're easy things to go to. Then I sought the next easiest thing. Once I was about 13, going through puberty, I started to get curious about things. Uh, then I sought out porn, right? It was a very natural kind of um, occurrence for me in a lot of ways, as I feel like it is for some, right? That, that maybe get into video games or food, they develop these other attachments or kind of addictions, right? And then they go to porn, later. Um, and so if you ask, you know, why I became addicted to porn, it was, it was because of the stress. It was because of the mental and emotional pain that I suffered and needing a way to cope with it. And also, uh, to, to be real, uh, you know, especially in conservative culture, just to kind of get this out in the open, we, we, if you're part of a conservative culture or if you grew up Christian, Right? It's very common for Christians to deal with uh, sexual addiction, uh, to deal with pornography addiction in particular, I should say. And that might sound strange, like, why Christians? The thing is, is a lot of times, and this is, this is inadvertent, I think, in most ways, but we learn that the human body is a shameful thing, and it is something to be feared. We learn that sex is sinful, um, not that it is. I'm not saying it is, but we learn that inadvertently. We're taught that and we teach our children that um, because we don't know how else to deal with it. You know, we, we, we want to help our kids stay out of sexual sin, right? We want to um, live lives that are more pure, right? Again, I'm Christian, so I, I know how this, this goes. And so we don't know how to quite how to deal with that in a healthy way. And so what we do is we we try to, to push our kids away from that. You know, if, if we see them engaging in anything, especially porn, we react with fear. So as a kid, I just, I very naturally learned through uh, just things that were either explicitly or implicitly said that the human body was something to be feared. It was something to feel ashamed of. It was something to uh, be worried about and concerned about that sex was something I should not uh, participate in, you know, that even things like kissing or holding hands was was playing with fire, right? Which um, I'm not saying that I had a healthy uh, perspective on that at all. Um, and I'm not saying that I was explicitly taught that necessarily, but that was the feeling that however uh, circumstances led to it, that's what I grew up with. And maybe you can relate to this, you know, and it's, it's kind of this idea that the human body is evil. And I think, you know, I just want to take a moment to touch on this because I think it's important especially when it comes to porn addiction. You know, my dad wrote the book, uh, The Pornography Paradox, and he talks a lot about this. Um, the thing is, is when, we're, when we start to view the human body in a way that is fearful, that is we're ashamed of it, we actually 
lead right into pornography addiction. Um, another aspect of that is when, when we aren't educated about sex, when it's something that's forbidden or unknown, we then seek out porn as a way to figure out um, those natural curiosities. You know, what is this all about? Especially when we learn, oh, this is so forbidden. This is, uh, people don't want me to see it. Well, then you enter your teenage years and it's, it's like this taboo stuff. Like someone tells you not to go look at something. Now I want to go look at it, right? And so that, that was me. You know, I didn't realize that was me as a kid, uh, but I, I really fell into that. And I, I think oftentimes we kind of lean to one extreme or the other. We lean, these days at least, we, we lean to the extreme of, right, saying, saying uh, don't even talk about sex, right? Don't even approach it. Uh, pretend like it doesn't exist. Or um, pretending like things like masturbation and stuff don't exist, which, dude, let's be real, like, Oh, well over 99% of men masturbate at least some point in their life, and most do it on a regular basis, okay, you know, semi-regular at least, right? And so this is, it's super common. Um, and, and then we, we don't even approach it, we don't even talk about it. We, we treat it like it is something that is horrible and that we, we alienate people if they even mention it, right? And so there's that extreme. Then, then on the other end, there's the extreme of, anything goes, everything's cool, just have sex with whoever you want, sex is just something that's meant to be enjoyed, it's not sinful, it's not um, just for procreation, it, it is literally just for pleasure, and go out and do it, it's cool, do it with whoever you want, even one night stands, fun, go do it, that's the other extreme, I don't think either, either is healthy, okay, and there's a saying that I really like, and um, that's that just because something is sacred doesn't mean it has to be secret, okay? Sex can be sacred without be needing to be secret. So I think we can talk to our kids, we can talk to each other about sex in a way of understanding it's very normal. Um, if, you could, if you could mention, I mean, what's one thing that you can talk about that is more common or more necessary amongst the human species than sex? There is literally nothing else you can mention, like food, water, maybe, but without sex, we don't propagate as a species. We all need it. We all need to know what it is. And it's such a common thing. It, it, it's so universal. It's amazing we don't talk about it in a normal way. So it needs to be normal while understanding that just as the Buddha taught, just as Lao Tzu taught and Taoism, just as Christ taught, we need to temper our human um, desires. We need to temper uh, our natural inclinations towards sex, just like with food, just like with entertainment, things like that. We don't want to go overboard, right? Something like sex, uh, depending on what your beliefs are in things, right? I believe that being in a committed relationship, being in a relationship where you do love that person, you care genuinely for them, you know them first before um, approaching physical intimacy like that, I think I believe that's best because we need to establish that connection emotionally, spiritually, mentally first before physically. Because if we jump right into physical, a lot of things get real complicated. Like we think we love someone when we don't. Um, we think we have very strong feelings for someone when really it's just lust, right? Really, it's just it's just um, these these natural inclinations of the mind where we 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 it gets all muddled. Okay, so for me, it's it's having that healthy relationship first, and then um, sex is introduced later, right? But 
so I think there's a way to balance it is what I'm saying. And so I didn't grow up, grow up with, with that um, understanding. So, you know, did those around me try to influence me in this way? No, again, it's, it's not, I don't think they, they did it purposely. It's just what I grew up with. So to, to kind of get back on the, uh, on the frame of, of why we become addicted to porn you know, when you, when you can start to overcome stress, that's when you can start to quit, right? When you deal with mental and emotional pain, that's what we need to understand with any addiction. But with porn addiction, it's about the shame. It's about the fear. It's about the insecurities that we feel about everything in life. And then when we start to understand the reasons we feel insecure, when we start to look into our mind and say, man, I deal with all of these different things. Uh, feelings of self-doubt. I deal with all these different uh, negative thought patterns and hating myself. That's why I keep going back to porn. Just as someone who's hooked on drugs keeps going back to drugs. Okay, same reasons, same underlying reasons, different addictions, different nuances, but same underlying core reasons. So we, when, we can believe, when we can understand that about a loved one, I think it's really, really helpful um, because we can start to see it's not about the behavior, right? That does need to stop right? But it, it's about the underlying feelings of, of insecurities, of shame, of fear. If we can help to build that person up to help them understand that they are loved, that they are valued, then we can start to help them out of that addiction. So in my five-month program, you know, I teach you to change thought patterns. I teach you to transform your beliefs. I teach you um, through written exercises, through guided meditations and prayers, through lessons, 15 to 30 minutes a day. It's very easy to fit into your schedule. I teach you how to gain that sense of self-worth uh, genuinely and legitimately. I teach you how to replace the negative thought patterns with positive ones. I teach you how to connect with God in a powerful way. If you want to check that out, go to becomeagoodman.com. I'll put a link in the description to the course. If you're serious about quitting and you want to overcome this, it's a 20-week program that teaches you how to quit porn in 20 weeks. There you know, the the thing is, is you can put this off for the rest of your life, right? I understand how that was. I tried to quit so many times, but you know that tomorrow never comes. You can start today in five months from now or 20 weeks from now, you could be completely sober. Check that out. I'll put it in the link below for you. So let me give you a, a few just general tips on quitting porn, okay? Things that have worked really well for me um, and that have worked for some other people that I've observed or worked with. So work on finding genuine self-worth. Again, like I was saying, um, you can actually find tips uh, for deeper a deeper sense of self-worth if you go to my um, How to Quit Porn in 30 Days video that gives you 15 tips um, to quit porn. And then to engage in daily spiritual practices. This is extremely important, okay? And, and whether you're Christian or Taoist, Buddhist, um, you could be... Um, Part of the Muslim faith, you could be uh, part of the. If you're Sikhist, I'm not sure if I'm saying that correctly. Sorry, I don't study the uh, study Sikhism, so I don't know how to say that. But um, it, whatever faith it is that you're a part of, really engaging deeply in spiritual practices every day. I'll tell you, for me, uh, things really changed when I began doing that. Uh, when I started to read of spiritual words in the morning and to pray to meditate. For me, I do what I call my 10, 20, 30. Okay, I spend 10 minutes in gratitude writing and prayer. I spend 20 minutes reading of spiritual words. That could be from Buddhism, Hinduism. That could be from Christian scripture. That could be from uh, Taoism, the Tao Te Ching. It's a beautiful book. 
And then um, I spend 30 minutes in, well, I do the Wim Hof technique. I love it. it it's, I've been doing it lately because it just helps me focus. And then I spend the last the last of the 30 minutes. The uh, So it's 10 minutes of prayer, 20 minutes of spiritual writings that you read, and then 30 minutes of um, really meditation. And I do alignment meditations, um, which you can learn more about at my site, becomeagoodman.com. So uh, that's, in, that's important. Okay. And then a lot of times I'll engage in the evening as well, just in some brief, you know, 10 minute, uh, prayer, studying of spiritual words, you know, that's helpful to kind of end the day that way. And then, um, nutrition. Okay? I can't say enough about this. Nutrition is powerful when it comes to overcoming addiction, when it comes to improving mental health. Um, there's a lot of things with our digestive system that interact with our mental health. Um, and it is, Again, you can learn more about this in my other video, How to Quit Porn in, in 30 Days. I talk more about that. But if you can change your nutrition, just make small incremental changes. You can start cutting out processed foods, bringing vegetables into your diet and other healthy foods. This can help so much. Um, exercise. Exercise does a ton of good. Um, you've probably heard about it at this point, but for me, I love to weight, lift weights. Um, that's that's helpful as far as it gets enough of the endorphins going. It gets enough of my stress out to really help me um, keep rolling. And then replacing negative negative thinking with positive thinking. I'm replacing the fear and the shame with with good thoughts, with loving thoughts. Um, one of the things that can help a ton with this is gratitude. Okay, because gratitude gratitude is a, is a special practice in the way that it's not expecting anything. You know when we start to use positive affirmations like I am awesome, I am amazing, that expects us to be awesome, amazing. It puts a lot of pressure on us. Gratitude, I think, is more effective in a lot of ways than positive affirmations of that nature. There are some positive affirmations that I think are very effective, but gratitude doesn't ask for anything. It simply appreciates what is. It puts you in a mindset of abundance so that more good things can happen into your life, happen in your life. And, um, if you want to know some really effective ways to use gratitude, go to my site, becomeagoodman.com. You'll see a place uh, with my free ebook and audiobook. It's the SAW method. It teaches you how to use gratitude in a very effective way every day to decrease your addiction cravings. Um, it's I put my heart and soul into that thing. It's completely free for you. Go in there, stick your email in, and I'll send it straight to your inbox. So I'll put that link in the description below for you. And then focusing on others rather than self, that's important, okay? Um, addiction functions off of us focusing inward. If we can focus outward, that helps a lot, okay? And then just to cover a couple other things, get support, okay? I have a private Facebook group. If you go to Facebook, you type in Become a Good Man, um, you'll probably see it right there. It's Porn Addiction Recovery Group. Become a part of that group, okay? I send out... Um, uh, information on there, resources, help. Um, we have a community of people who can help you out. Right now, it's totally new. It's growing. I want to make it big. So get in there, grow the group, get support, give support. It's an awesome place to be. Um, I think it's going to become amazing as the months go by and the years go by. So I'd love to see you in there. I'll put the, that in the description below. Again, Become a Good Man um, Facebook group. It is a private group. And uh, I'll put that in the description below. And then follow a program. Okay, that's that's my last uh, piece of advice for you is follow a program. Okay, there, 
There are a lot of awesome programs out there. You know, 12 step is fantastic. Um, there are different organizations that run a lot of programs, you know, working with a coach can be really helpful. Um, or following my program again, five month program with 15 to 30 minute exercises every single day. I put everything in there that I know are the fundamentals of how to help you quit porn in five months. In other words, 20 weeks. Um, it's everything I've learned from eight years of sobriety. It's from doing some work with addicts one-on-one and it's from earning my degree in psychology. I've put a lot in there about psychology, about faith, um, and how to help you overcome these things by changing your mental and your spiritual life and state, replacing negative thinking patterns, gaining a genuine sense of self-worth so you can get out of insecurities that are constantly leading you back to porn addiction. So I would love to see you there. I want you to be able to quit. Check that out. I'll put that in the description below. So yeah, that's why I became addicted to porn and how I quit. And um, again, if you want more support, check out the private Facebook group, check out the five-month program. Um, it's been awesome spending this time with you guys today. If you have any questions, uh, just shoot, shoot them down in the comments below. I want to hear what have you guys done, something that you've done to help you overcome addiction or porn addiction. Um, put that in the comments below if you're watching this on YouTube um, or you know, um, shoot me an email. I'd love to hear from you guys as well there if you have questions. Um, And that's pretty much what I have for you guys today. So God bless and much love.